This is it. Your last chance to get your Brooke and Jeffrey merch for a cause. Oh, my God. Do it now or forever live in regret and shame. Oh no. yeah. <laughs> so log on to brookeandjeffrey.com in order to get yours. Yeah, remember, 100% of proceeds are going to humanitarian causes in Ukraine, helping an amazing organization called Heart to Heart International. So you're doing good at the same time. Yep, that's it. This is the last week to buy. Then the chance is gone forever. Yeah. They're still up at brookeandjeffrey.com. Important news out of the world of science. Astronomers have united together and say a top priority should be probing Uranus. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm actually being serious. Wait, that is actually a headline? Yeah, no, guys, oh, no. stop this music. This no. isn't helping. I, that no, is a joke. I need people to take you. this seriously. Like, no one can take that seriously. No. That's I, the one planet that no one can take seriously. Give me some, like, spacey type music or something. Okay. No. Yeah, that's better. Music. No, experts seriously <laughs> want NASA to stop putting it off and go for Uranus already. <laughs> they believe... Stop it! I'm not mature enough to handle this new story. This is real. This is I real. They believe the reason they're not doing it is because NASA would be embarrassed by all the headlines that came out. Hey. And people would take space exploration less seriously. Or, oh. or it may turn them into it. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> It could be a thing for people now. Yeah. True. But astronomers say it's the one planet that's close enough to us we haven't studied in depth yet. Yeah. Elon Musk is really heading this up, isn't he? He should be. They're hoping to drop a probe deep into Uranus's atmosphere, (laughs) and they say it could unlock all sorts of secrets hidden by the brown clouds covering Uranus. Which is true. They they actually do have brown clouds on the planet. For example, Jose, we still don't know exactly what Uranus is made of either. Oh, wow. We could get to the bottom of Uranus, oh, hopefully right. sometime soon. I yes. want to explore one of the craters. Yeah. They say it won't happen quickly, though, and it could take a while. Yeah, that's because n- men are doing it. It never happens quickly for them. <laughs> if NASA started now, experts believe we could be probing Uranus in the next decade. Wow. Oh, oh, well, if we could only be so lucky. I know. Cross <laughs> your fingers. You need a lot of lubricant. Yeah, that's what's going to say it. I was just putting it in my head. Guys, <laughs> this is serious. Yeah. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I know. very serious. science, guys. Yeah, yes. It's all going to be endorsed by KY. <laughs> Whatever helps get it done. All right, let's move on to the shot collar question of the day. We have a bucket full of names. No, No, we we don't. don't. Okay. What are we going to do today, Digital Jake? Tell us. Well, stuff your bellies full of eucalyptus and take your syphilis medication, you koalas. Uh Oh. Because today is Hug an Australian Day. Aww. Since we don't have any Australians at arm's length, we'll be doing everyone's favorite activity, a thunder from down under, Australian slanging and banging one and done shot. I love Australian slang. Each of you will be given a piece of unique Australian slang, and you'll have to tell me what it really means. Mm. If you guess correctly... You'll be given your own kangaroo with a saddle to ride around the office. Aw, cool. How did we get that? If you're wrong, you'll be forced to wear the shot collar while diving with electric eels to clean the Great Barrier Reef. Dang. Starting with Alexis, who believes Australia is just a made-up place. (laughs) Your question is this. If you're wearing tracky dacks, what are you wearing? Sandals, athletic socks, or sweatpants? 
Ooh, that's hard because I lived with an Australian all of college. It's not flip flops because those are thongs. Yeah. So it's right. either. It's got to be sweatpants. I thought right? sandals seemed like the obvious answer because, like, you leave tracks with your sandals and, and you walk on a track. Mm, that's true. I'm gonna back her like, on thongs. They call for... them that. Yeah. So it was socks, right? Did or she ever sweatpants? Just say, oh, I'm gonna put on my tracky decks. It sounds like a sweatsuit to me. Yeah. <laughs> like they say like that. So I'm gonna go sweatpants, Jake. If you're wearing Dax or track Dax, you're wearing sweatpants. Yay! Nice. The track comes from the term tracksuit. You're yeah. right on there. Okay. Rip away tracky decks. <laughs> Brooke. Yeah. If you're drinking goon in Australia, oh. are you consuming Outback Moonshine, huh. boxed wine, or Ooh. beer with a high alcohol content? Oh, this is oh. hard. That's a difficult. It's all alcohol I was just that you named. Say. You know, that's the tricky part is because goon, it feels like it's called goon because it makes you look stupid, right? Uh, like smart. you're a goon once you drink it. But I depending mean, so on where you are, goon could mean like a hockey player that gets into a lot of fights or a mobster. No, a lot of hockey in Australia. <laughs> Mobsters? No, a ton of ice there. They have rinks inside. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> They're called the cranky ducks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm torn between Outback Moonshine. I think it's that. <sighs> But I also really like just high alcohol beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and beer just to so drink popular. yourself, you mean? I'm gonna go high alcohol beer. Goon is a common drink on Australian hiking trips, thanks to it easily being carried in a box of wine. Oh, 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 oh damn! And I carry box wine on my hiking trips sometimes. When <laughs> I go backpacking. That yeah. was in your camel bag. Yeah, it doesn't surprise anybody. That was just no. a little box. So Brooke is getting shocked, and Alexis is safe so far. Jose. If you're in an Australian elementary school, I am often, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a child raises their hand and says, "Teacher, I accidentally made a blue." What does that mean? <laughs> oh. Man, well, my blue. instinct is like, I poop myself. Really? I was thinking just a mistake that you like wrote something down wrong. Mm. Oh. Maybe blue is short for bloom and onion. <laughs> and bloom and onion smell, oh. and that's like, oh, I passed gas, teacher. Sorry, that so, was me. Is that and how was... you got there? But it's an accident. Like oh, maybe, yeah, the, maybe blue. like the sky is blue, and so if you were looking up at the sky and you kind of zoned out and you weren't listening, you're like, oh, sorry, teacher, I made a blue. See, I think it's not blue like the color. I think it's blue like blunder. Yeah. Like it's short for blunder. Oh. Like I, I made, made a mistake. I made a mistake, and I made an accident. Also, does the yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna say I made a mistake or I made an accident, Jake. Since the color blue represents the emotion Uh-oh. for sad, oh, no. the student was unhappy that they made a mistake in class. Oh, oh. Still right. Still there got you go. But it was the color. Yeah. Hey, Screwed Jeff up, or right. you made a blue. Yeah, I did make a blue. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, Jeffrey, what are you doing if you're giving an Aussie salute? Are you waving flies away from your face, flipping someone off, or giving them the hang loose sign? Okay. Oh. When I first heard it, I thought it meant going to the bathroom in public. <laughs> no! I, I thought it was something to do with down in your pant region, yeah. too, yeah. to be honest. I thought it was to flip somebody off, because they've always said the California welcome back in the day. My uh, parents used to say that, and that was like giving someone but the But I bird. feel like all the Australians I've ever met are so chill. Like, yeah. They're very chill. They're super chill. I just can't imagine them even flipping people off. I know, off but the, the hang loose seems too, like, basic. Cliche. Yeah. yeah. And that's like a Hawaiian So maybe it's thing. just waving the flies away. 
Yeah. You know? I think flipping there. somebody yeah. off. They're so laid back in Australia. Dude, and they're they always would... on vacation. I've never been anywhere where there weren't Australians <laughs> on vacation. Are. I don't even think they have computers out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just chilling. I like that. I think that that's their way of saying we're flipping somebody off. Yeah. If you're giving an Aussie salute, you are waving flies uh, away from your face. Uh, what? Because flies are extremely prevalent all across the continent, especially oh. in the outback. Oh. Oh. So, oh right. no, Jeffrey and Brooke <laughs> are getting shocked. <laughs> all right, Brooke and I are going to get shocked together, and somebody wanted to hear Down Under by Men at Work. I come, I come from, from a land down under, under <laughs> where there's clothes and men chunder. Oh, can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover. That'd be better if you guys had accents. Men do yeah. each other. <laughs> That's your shock collar question of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Imagine you were handed like $100,000 cash right Oof. now. Okay. What would you do with it? Oh, my, I can't even. I don't know. I don't Settle know all your first. lawsuits outside of court, Brooke? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd take much more than that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. You would, you would never settle. Yeah. That's right. She'd get really soon. Yeah. But what if all that money was given to you by friends who expected you not only to give it back, but with interest? Uh, I don't think I'd take no, it. Yeah. I'd put a dollar on top and be like, here's your money back. <laughs> I don't know how to make money on money. Well, one of our <laughs> listeners was in a weird situation just like that, where he was given a bunch of money from his friends, and Whoa. he did the absolute dumbest thing possible with it. Oh, no. To this day, the friends don't know what happened to it. Oh, but no. we do, oh, as long as God. we agree to hide his voice yes. in a brand new mass speaker coming up yeah. at 710. You don't know me. Confession I can't take back. I am the masked speaker. Got a text into 78592 that says, I'm so cheap, I've switched price tags on clothes at the store many times. Oh, my God. Whoa, I didn't uh... even think about that. Oh, yeah? We're so cheap, Brooke doesn't even buy her clothes anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I rent them. You should rent them, too. Yeah. 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 Don't challenge us to cheap wars. Yeah. I'm Jewish, okay? Yeah. We're going to win. But look, if you are cheap, that's totally cool with us. I yeah, promise we're not going to charge yeah. you a dime to come on here and tell us about a secret that you've been hiding from the world. Like one of our <laughs> listeners who's picked an unassuming, cost-effective fake name for himself, Scott. So, Scott, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you guys doing? Oh, I hear the nerves in your voice, even with the voice changer. Yeah, well, the voice changer is activated, Scott. You are the mass speaker now, so whenever you're ready, take a deep breath. Tell us about your confession. So, I used to be... Uh, stockbroker. Nice. So, dude, you're the opposite of cheap. You're rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you do a job we don't understand. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, you're right. I, I made a bunch of money doing it, and uh, I lived in a nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a bunch of friends in the area that I was getting to know, and a bunch of them had heard what I do. You know, they approached me, and they said, we need someone in stocks, who knows what's going on. Okay, this isn't going to end up one of those Martha Stewart things where there's like insider trading or whatever happened. And no, dude, I'm into it now. I don't really want to be arrested by the FBI or whoever <laughs> no, does that arrest. Promise, I can promise you Martha Stewart has nothing to do with this. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. What happened? They said if we give you a pile of money, could you do something with it? 
You're like, yeah. I yeah. can make it disappear. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, you know, I was a little hesitant. These are people that I was getting to know. So mm-hmm. I just kept saying maybe and, and kind of putting it off. Mixing money and any sort of like friendship relationships is always so. It is tough. It's a big gamble, man. Yeah. See, that's why I don't pay you back when you get my lunch. <laughs> don't mix that? money and friends. That's okay. That's brilliant, Jeff. Yeah. So what did you do, Scott? I just kept pushing it off, and then eventually they just they came at me with this big pile of money. Oh. And they were like, just do what you do. We trust you. Oh, oh God. Right. You don't Dang. live in my neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I saw how much money it was, I was floored. It was a decent chunk of change. Okay. Oh, like how much? I don't want to say how much. Let's just say it was a lot. Like down payment what? on the house? Okay. So why are they doing this kind of like friend to friend instead of like going with a company to help them invest? I think they felt overwhelmed by what's going on in the stock market yeah. right now. And they just kind of wanted a guiding hand that they trust. Yeah, no. I, okay. To be honest, I've done the same on a very, very, very smaller scale. Yeah. You know, I talked to my buddies who they have better portfolios. And I'm like, hey, okay. help me. Like, so I... what happened with the money? Well, so a couple of weeks go by and my company downsizes and I lose my job. Oh, no. Well, doesn't their money just get transferred over to a different, like, investor or something? Well, the thing is, I hadn't actually invested their money yet. Oh. 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 So you still had it. Just give it back to them? Well, you know, I was really embarrassed, so I really only told my wife. I I didn't tell any of my friends and family. I didn't want to just, like, give the money back to them because I didn't want to have to explain. So... I did something a lot stupider. Oh, boy. Why does this feel illegal? I I went to Vegas. What? You took their money to Vegas? Yeah. Thought it'd be cool to be a high roller for the weekend. (laughs) Brick's shaking her head. See, I told you from the beginning, I don't want to be involved in this. I don't want (laughs) This isn't illegal, though. This is definitely illegal. Oh, really? They didn't sign a contract. Those are just friends giving you a little bit of... Throwing your little cash. I don't know that that would stand up in court. Oh, my God. Wait, what happened? Yeah, what'd you do? Use their money to bankroll a little bit of a gambling spree in the first night. (laughs) Oh, Um, dude. I'm down like 150K. Oh, my God. It's a lot of pressure. I've never seen that much money in (laughs) my life. I've got 150 bucks, and I'm like, well, that's the whole trip. Like, God, dude. $150,000? Yeah, so I start to freak out a little bit. and um, Remember, yeah, honestly, I'm a big sports better. If you're down and you're down, that means you're bound to come up, my guy. So okay. let it ride. Okay. That's yeah. you, how you do you it. You are not retiring on any gambling money right no. now, so I don't think it's good advice. Yeah, you're <laughs> probably right. Okay. So the next two days, though, I go on a heater, and I win all of the money back. Leave Vegas. Yeah, so I, I go home and I go to my neighbors. I go, here you go. Boom. And I just give them a huge stack of money and they, they can't believe it. Oh, Yay, there nice. we go. Okay. Are you the emperor of Vegas now? <laughs> <laughs> emperor? So they think the stock market worked for them, but really it was a roulette table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I doubled their investment in less than a month. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Well, dude, now they're going to come back to you for more. What are you going to do? That's exactly what's happening. Yeah, they, they want to give me more money, and I keep saying, no, 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 I can't. Oh, no, 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 the market's oh. not right, guys. Yeah, that's what you say. Yeah. The market's never going to be right again until yeah. I get another job. So you've been, you've been brushing them off? Well, I'm thinking no. maybe I should take the money and go back to Vegas. I mean, no. 
the stress of that story alone gave me yeah, a heart attack. Yeah, you win big, you lose big. Just take the money and move to Mexico. <laughs> hey, no, no, that's, that's 100% profits yeah, for I'm you. I'm going to need max investments yeah. from everyone. Yeah. <laughs> the text in to 78592. If you have a confession you've been holding on wow. to, we can hide your identity, mask your voice, and make you the next mass speaker. Phone taps coming up next. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Do you ever wonder when you're talking to someone on a customer service call, like, yeah, sure, they're taking down whatever complaint or issue you might have, but what else are they doing? Oh, I mean, not paying attention to what I'm saying, probably. (laughs) Well, whatever you're picturing in your mind right now, it's probably not as bad as what I'm thinking. Oh, no. Or is it? No, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't. (laughs) Because today we call a woman who had a problem with her vacuum, and the difference between that and this phone tap is... That, well, I mean, I guess there's no difference. They both suck. Well, they should be sucking. Hers isn't. So we mess with her in your phone tap right now. It's another phone tap. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? Hi, is this Kayla? Uh, This is her. Hi, Kayla. My name's Stuart. I'm with I'm responding to your email about a defective vacuum cleaner. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for reaching out. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. So what's going on? Um, so I got this vacuum about a month ago, and it was working fine for the first couple of weeks, but then it just kind of stopped sucking stuff up. So I took it into the store, and I did speak to someone there, and they said it was past the warranty, which I thought was a little weird. Uh, excuse me? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Oh, no, I just thought I heard something. Are, are you still there? Yeah, I didn't hear anything. Uh, okay. You heard something? Um, yeah, I thought I I did. Yeah, I, I know. Do you remember the uh, the associate that you were speaking with when you went in? Yeah, I think his name was Gavin. He was like yeah. a, a tall guy. Shh. Um, really nice, but <laughs> did did you just shush me? I think I did. That's oh. really, that's kind of rude. I agree. I I am so sorry. I apologize. I swear I did not know I was doing that. You didn't know? Like you made a noise. L- let me explain. I've just I've been binging the new season of Bridgerton on Netflix because I didn't finish it at home. So I've just been watching it on my iPad here with one of my AirPods in, but I'm still listening. <laughs> Unbelievable. So yeah, I just I must have shushed you as like a reflex. So you're watching a movie while taking down my complaint. Well, no, it's not a movie. It's a series. It's a pretty amazing one, actually. And just right now, I'm fixated on Lady Danbury. She is just amazing. I can't can't look away. That's relevant. You're watching a movie when you're supposed to be helping me. A TV show, yeah. Whatever. I told you that already. It doesn't matter. That is so unprofessional. Okay, ma'am, you're right. It was not very Lady Danbury of me. This is ridiculous. So um, I'm going to put this away. What were you saying? Your, your microwave light wasn't working? It's my vacuum. Were you even listening? Oh, yes. Sorry, right. The, the vacuum. <laughs> and you were complaining to one of the associates, uh, Becky? His name was Gavin. Are you listening to anything that I said? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. It's so beautiful. Are you watching that stupid show again right now? Why aren't you saying anything? Mm. Are yeah. you here? Are you listening? My vacuum doesn't work. Shh. I'm told it's past warranty. If you shish me again, I'm going to get your manager on the phone and I'm okay, going to get you fired. Lady Marina Crane just walked in and you will not believe care. the size of her umbrella. I am not dealing with this today. I am not. 
Prudence Featherton? Oh, she was the one at the Apple Press? Are you serious right now? I did not see that coming. I don't want to hear any more. Oh, my God. When, when you come in to exchange your broken TV, you need to it's watch. It's a vacuum. Oh, my God. Same deal. 11, whatever. 11,000 times vacuum. Right. That Give thing. me your manager okay. right now. See, I, I actually can't do that, but what I can do is tell you that your sister Phoebe knows all about your vacuum problems, and that's why she set you up for this phone tap. <gasps> what? <laughs> it's just a prank. Are you kidding? I'm serious. Oh my god. My name is Jeff from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Phoebe's the one who set you up for this prank phone call. <laughs> she knows how annoyed I've been about this stupid Shh. vacuum. Shh. Oh, Lady Danbury just came back. She looks stunning. Too soon. I, I don't care if it was a joke. You don't shush me. But she's no. in a gilded carriage. What am That's I supposed to do? <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Wake up every morning with phone tabs. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. There's a lot of people who think the Great Depression was caused by the stock market crash back in 1929. Um, yeah, I think I historians think yeah, that. that. Well, that's... it's not actually true. Oh, you got said well, Okay. Really, it, it was when Brooke's great-grandfather, Cornelius Lucifer Fox, <laughs> who, by the way, was a magician, he tried to pull a rabbit out of his hat, uh-huh. but accidentally set fire to the First National Bank, destroying everybody's oh. money inside. It was a very black stain <laughs> on the Fox family history. How dare you speak ill of my grandfather. You know it's true. You know? And you guys have worn that for all these years. But yeah. now, almost a century later, oh. Brooke finally has a chance to make amends for the financial plague her family wrought on the world. <laughs> because one of our listeners has literally thousands of dollars on the line. Whoa. And the one thing standing between him and his fortune is... A very, very angry woman that he recently hooked up with. Oh, oh my gosh. I got to tell you, it's Granddaddy scary. Cornelius went on to sell encyclopedias on the road. So, <laughs> hey. a lot of time to make up for this. It went from bad to worse. Yeah. You're going to hear what happened in your brand new Awkward Tuesday phone call next. It's Awkward. It's Tuesday. It's Awkward Tuesday phone call. You know, in my personal experience, boys night out at the casino Never Ooh. turns out the way that we plan. No, right you, wait, you said that I was triggered. Do you guys plan anything besides let's go to the casino? <laughs> like, is there actually a plan? Well, the plan is to have fun and keep it together. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Maybe That's make some bad tricks. A lot of plan. Every yeah. time somebody either gets kicked out, mm-hmm. bets the mortgage to their house, uh-huh. or has to take an emergency number two on the side of a busy highway. Why am I looking at Jose? Even I, though I haven't even been to Boys Night Out. That I'm, was just one Boys Night for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you which one of those was me, but I will tell okay. you that one of our listeners, Nick, also had a Boys Casino night recently. Fun. And it went awry, Uh-oh. so now he needs our help. That's Nick? not good. Any arrests? You need a place to live? What's going on, bro? <laughs> did, did he call us collect? <laughs> no, I'm not calling collect. Uh, I'm, I'm one step above that, I guess. Okay. Okay. I went out with the dudes to the casino, and at first, things were going great. That's how every night starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're feeling good. You're tipping drinks back. Yep, yep. And then you have that second mimosa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not a real big boys' uh, night beverage, I, Jeff. Well, I don't speak know. for yourself. Oh, <laughs> anybody goes as hard as you, Jeff. No, I don't think so. Nick, what happened to you? 
I was on a hot streak. Like I was on a real hot streak. Oh, nice. nice. And we were playing roulette. And Ooh, there was this that. gorgeous woman there with us, and I started chatting with her, started hitting it off, uh-huh. and the hot chick was running good, and, and so my friends, I guess they kind of saw the vibe I was having with this woman, so they just kind of left us alone. Oh, oh nice. good friends. Yeah, that's good. One thing kind of led to the other, and we ended up back at her place. Oh, nice. And dude, really yeah. nice casino night. Most of the time, it's like a guy's like, dude, this girl's super into me. And by the end of the night, he's like, I couldn't find her. Yeah. Yeah. I swear, dude. I swear she likes me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get it's in really the car, funny. And back to her place. I mean, how did things go over there? Well, from what I can remember, Uh-oh. it went fairly well. But I ended up, like, I woke up about, like, 4 a.m., uh-huh. Still drunk, I'm guessing, at 4 a.m. A little, yeah. Uh. <laughs> are you inside her apartment still, or are you out on the street no, somewhere? No, I gathered, I gathered my stuff, and I, I went home to just try to recoup and figure out what's going on. Okay. When I did eventually wake up, two things. Uh, okay. Number one, my shirt is ripped. Ooh. Like, oh. crazy ripped. It means oh. you had a really good time. Okay. Or, or you fell down. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go with <laughs> fell down. Scale a fence to get out of there or something? Do you remember why it got ripped? I do not. Okay. okay. I, I've got a lot of very angry texts from Alana. She's saying stuff like, Wait. you know, this isn't cool. You know, this, is, this isn't okay. Oh, no. Wait, is Alana, I'm sorry, Alana's the girl that you hooked up with? Yeah, Alana, Ooh. the girl I hooked. Uh, yeah. Is she mad that you left without saying goodbye or something? Or I feel like this sort of mad is something else. It doesn't isn't warranted from just me leaving. So why don't you just ignore it? Because it's like some random chick you met. You'll probably never see her again, right? Here's the thing. Um, I left my jacket at her place. Okay. And my jacket has all the cash I won in that hot streak in the pocket, there's about $4,000. Oh! Oh, oh my gosh. You were on a real heater. What? Oh, dang. That's significant. Wait. Wow. It's there? It's at her place still? Yes. Yes. Oh, Oh my gosh. Okay. And so is that something that you want back? (laughs) Or are you cool part of ways? Yes. I definitely would like the jacket with the money back. I mean, I I would settle for just the money. She can keep the jacket. uh... Yeah. (laughs) Buy a new jacket. Oh, my God. Does she know that the money is in the jacket? I do not believe she does. So I kind of need to get that back without letting her know that she has yeah she'd probably be sending nicer text if she knew that four thousand dollars was. or no text at all yeah so you're wanting to call alana right now and ask for your jacket back yes oh, oh my but gosh. it sounds like alana hates you yeah well it seems like that but I, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm more than happy to make amends or apologize for whatever it is i, I mean i'm Listen, I'm not I'm not a terrible dude. I'm certain there wasn't anything too crazy that happened. So, mm. you know, I could figure this all out. I God, I, I really want to come up with advice for you, but in dealing with Brooke, I found I'm not great with angry women. So <laughs> I have a lot to think about. And we're gonna play a song. We'll come back, we'll call Alana for you, and we'll try to coyly ask her back for your jacket with four thousand dollars in it that she may or may not know about. Oh man. <laughs> We can leave out the detail about the, the $4,000. She doesn't need to know about all that. Okay. Okay. Well, that's going to be on you, buddy. We're going to do yeah. this coming up next. It's awkward.
awkward Tuesday phone call. I am nervous to make this phone call here. Because oh. not only is there $4,000 at stake, but more importantly, a $20 pleather jacket that we're trying to get back. <laughs> What, well, you know clothes make I mean, the man. It's hard yeah. to replace good fashion, yeah. Jeffrey. Because one of our listeners, Nick, went home with a woman named Alana after meeting her out at the casino. And he left her place early the next day without saying goodbye and without taking home his jacket, which had $4,000 cash oh, in the pocket. Yeah, and she's not happy. So, yeah, he woke up to a bunch of very angry, threatening texts from Alana. He's not sure why she's so upset. And before he calls her, he wants to get our help first. Now, remember, Brooke, he doesn't want to tell her about the money. So yeah. what do you think he should do? Oh, I think I actually think I have this figured out for you. Oh, okay. great. I'm serious. Brooke I'm serious. fixes everything. I love it. Uh, here's the thing. She is angry with you. You just need to apologize right from the beginning. You mm-hmm. say, I am so sorry for my actions the other night. You deserve more. I would love to come. Okay, and... this isn't your husband on no, the listen, phone. We're talking listen, listen. I would love to come and bring you like a gift, flowers, oh, whatever you decide it is. Because you need to get to her house in order to get the jacket yourself. Mm-hmm. She's okay. not going to give you anything. She That's is fine. angry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You need to get there so you can take it. Mm. Bribe her. What do you think, Nick? I actually. I think that's a pretty solid idea. See? Yeah. Okay. Bribe her with gifts. That's one option. Jose, what do you think? What I say is no matter what, if the call doesn't work out, you do what this one guy did. It was a genius move a long time ago on our show. You dress up as a maintenance man, put a mask on, oh, no. act like you're Whoa. coming to fix something, sketch, and then just dude. get it yourself. That's huh. breaking and entering. No, it's it not. It might be the only way to get in. a hoodie back from a girl, to be honest. Uh, what, Brooke? You would love it if a guy broke into your house. <laughs> really <laughs> depends on how hot he was. Yeah, yeah. well. <laughs> You've dated men with no teeth before. I don't <laughs> hey, think that's a very high bar. They had a fake tooth that they could take out. That's uh, different. Okay. Uh, different standards. Standards, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick, what do you think? You ready to Ocean Elevens this thing to get your jacket back? I kind of prefer the, the whole uh, bribing thing. Okay. All right. The submissive route. Okay, we can do that, too. (laughs) I mean, it's your call, man, so we're just going to step away. We'll dial Alana's number for you, and we'll let you make your Awkward Tuesday phone call. You ready? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm as ready as I'll ever be. All right, good luck, man. Good luck. Hello? Hi. Um... It's uh, it's Nick from there at the casino. Oh wow! Well, look who finally answers my text, Mr. Marvel Hero himself. Quite yeah. Where have you been? <laughs> I, I just uh, I had this whole thing where I had to replace my phone because it was lost. Seriously, um, you lost your phone? Why? Uh, then every time I sent you a text, it gave the little read receipt or every text. Um. That's kind of weird. Well, it, was, it was it was it was broken before it was the screen wasn't working. Quite I don't right. care. I don't oh care. God. Tell me, do you ghost all the women you pick up at the casino, or am I just special? <laughs> no, so, <laughs> no. That's 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 actually why I was calling. I I wasn't trying to ghost you. I was just. I mean, I was a little hungover. I okay, you know, I don't care. I, I don't care. I want to bring you over some gifts and say thank you. I, like, or not, or Nick, not thank you, but I'm sorry. Nick, I don't care. This is all I want from you. You need to Venmo me $3,000. What? Yeah. You, why, why am I Venmoing it? 
three thousand dollars? Is this some sort of because, extortion? No, you broke the front door to my apartment. You broke it, oh. and it's going to cost three grand for me to get it fixed. Oh. Hold on, slow it down a bit. What are you talking about? I broke your door. Who breaks a front? <laughs> you don't door? remember this? Okay. No. Um, I don't I don't, so, why would I break? Oh, let me tell door? you. Then let me explain. Shut up. Let me explain. <laughs> you came over. And we put on the Avengers movie, and we hooked up, right? You got that? Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. I do <laughs> oh, great, I'm glad. I'm glad it was good for you. Um, so then afterwards, you thought it would be so funny to reenact the Hulk, and you tried to bust down my door and succeeded, actually. Hold on, I did that? And you, then you shouted, Nick Smash, like a freaking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> We're like Nick was smashed. What is that? Hey. What's happening? Wait. Hey, Alana. What? Sorry. Nick hey, you're, smash. You're, 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 what is going on? You're on the radio right now with Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning in the oh middle of an awkward God. Tuesday phone call. What? You called the radio station, Nick? Who are you? <laughs> oh, my God. He's he's the Hulk. Like, yeah. I was trying to smooth things. I didn't realize I had broken, so broken me my for door. Days, and then you put me on the radio? What is that? Oh, oh, oh Alana, how, don't worry. Hold on. This... How do you know it's going to be $3,000? you just pulling that number out of your head? Like, how do you know super... the, what no. is this door made out of? Unobtainium? You broke the frame. You broke the whole thing. That whole wall of that apartment is my... You know what? That's fine. You want to call my super and negotiate with him? That's fine. Uh, Nick, I don't think that you need to argue price point at this point. I think you need to apologize. Uh, My God. I I started with that and she didn't... Okay, you're right. I I apologize. (laughs) I am terribly sorry. I I would be more than happy to talk with... Rip your shirt uh, off first in my kitchen and like threw your bare chest into the door. Oh. Oh. How don't you remember this? Isn't your shirt all all messed up? Oh. Vaguely, I do. I do. I, I mean, that would explain why my shirt is torn. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Sorry to jump in here, but Alana, maybe we should explain the reason that Nick has done this through the radio is because oh. he's a, he was confused when he woke up the next day and didn't remember a lot of what happened, including why his shirt was ripped and and why there were so many angry texts from you. Yes, that thank totally you. makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Now. I'm glad we cleared that up. Okay. I still need the three thousand dollars. That. Holy oh. crap, that's a lot of money. That yes. is a very expensive door. I do kind of agree with Nick on that. No, doors are expensive. <laughs> Have you ever priced a door out for your house? They're no. like easily a grand, just the door alone. Exactly. I could totally... You were winning at that uh, casino. You're really saying you only have a couple hundred? Are you addicted to gambling and you already lost it? What? (laughs) Listen, I will get a guy to fix the door. You can't get a guy. This apartment building is not going to let me do that. Stop with this. It's $3,000. What do you mean they're not going to let me? Yeah, for $3,000, I can fix it. (laughs) I'm not talking about just a random dude, like some guy who's insured. They have a maintenance company they use. Have you ever lived? Like outside of your mom's house, like no. <laughs> all the doors right. have to match in an apartment yeah, building, man. They all do. I it mean, I, I feel like I can get a door installed and oh, replaced for less than three thousand dollars. Oh, oh my really god, you're never setting foot over here again. So. Well, no, that would actually work oh. great because Nick was just telling us how badly he wants to go back over to your apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think absolutely yes. not. Why to break I... my bedroom door? No, I think oh. to give you to give you cash to pay you in cash and flowers. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, I did. I don't I want to bring over flowers and uh, uh, easily. I, I mean, I could bring over a couple hundred dollars for sure. 
You know what? If this is about you coming over to get your stupid, ugly jacket, I already gave it away to Goodwill. So. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Hold on. Which Goodwill did you give it to? (laughs) Dropped it in one of the, you know, one of the collection bins. Uh, Do you have a cross street that you could give him, maybe? You know which one it is? (laughs) How about you give me three grand and I'll give you the exact coordinates? Uh, Oh, no. That seems pretty fair to me. He could if he could get the jacket. I don't really know what that means, but if he comes over here or Venmo's me to the three grand, then yes, I will tell him where the jacket is. Bro, what are you going to do? Scrounge in the Goodwill bin? Like, break into it, dog? I think that's illegal. I think it's worth it. Yeah. If you're small enough, you can sometimes slip inside. Okay, well. Yeah. That's going to be an adventure. All right. Well, text into 78592. We need advice from our listeners now. What should Nick do? Help. People also are asking for what goodwill it's at. Yeah. It's a race for the jacket. People love the jacket. Actually, I think Alexis is I'm heading out right now, guys. All right. See you. Bye. You know, one question that we get asked all the time by our listeners is, what do you guys do in studio when the songs are playing mm. and you're not talking or doing a second date or a phone oh, yeah. tap? Yeah. A lot of people think, oh, it must be like a party in there. Yeah, we just turn it up and <laughs> sing along. Yeah. And the answer is yes, it is like a party. What? If your definition of a party is Brooke trying to explain to everybody how she got out of her paying taxes <laughs> by hiding assets in offshore Caribbean accounts. Hey, I, you know, it's it's valid information. Well, Brooke, <laughs> yeah. you Jamaican us crazy with this stuff, I just gotta say. Oh, it's Bahamas. No, what yeah. really happens <laughs> when we're not on the air yeah. is we're standing in a circle circle crying because Brooke is still talking about money somehow. Hopefully we can get past that today. And that's just what's in the offshore account. You see my account inshore. Oh my god. I'm just praying. I like a rich person just then. (laughs) We need to get past that and find out what we all truly care about when we do a brand new care or don't care. There it is. That's coming up at 810. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning, and for the next few minutes, I need all our listeners to please put your phones away, seats in the upright locked position, tray tables up, and pants down. That's the FTA-approved safest (laughs) way to enjoy another edition of Care or Don't Care, (laughs) where I read a sticky headline to my co-hosts and see if they want to hear about it or not. Let's get right into it with your first headline. Maybe the most evil way to get back at your stupid cheating ex. Care or don't care? Care. Care, care, care. I think girls just (laughs) (laughs) If you've ever had a partner in your life who's cheated on you, most people would probably just throw their stuff out on the lawn and block them forever Mm -hmm. and move on with their lives. But one woman went to TikTok with her story. Her name's Kyla Nicole, and she claims to have gotten back at her disloyal ex-boyfriend in a very creative way. Okay. She said... When my ex cheated on me, I decided to play the long game. So I posed as a LinkedIn recruiter. No. And I made him go through a month-long interview process for a fake position I created. <laughs> oh. That's the best Oh, my God. Ever. And you could totally come up with his, like, dream job. Yeah. Right? Like a, high, a high salary. Yeah. So they keep coming oh back for you. Because you know everything about what he wants. It's like, oh, my gosh. She says, in the end, I sent him a detailed rejection letter about how he's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you are worthless. I love it. Oh, dang. 
Her video got over half a million views and thousands of comments. One person said, I'm impressed with your level of commitment and deception. But even though she received a huge amount of praise for it, yeah. others thought her methods were borderline evil, <laughs> saying out of all the revenge stories on TikTok, this one is the worst. What? Really? And doing it made her just as low as her cheating ex. Oh, whatever, oh, cheater. Shut up. That's yeah. worse than, like, sleeping with his brother or something? Yeah. I feel like it's not no as bad way. to me. But... Well, sleeping with someone at least brings some positivity into the world. Well, he almost <laughs> got a job. Yeah. Let's go to your next headline. Finally, cops figured out how to outsmart local stoners, and it didn't involve Taco Bell. Care or don't care? I care care for the local stoners. I do, too. Recently, people around North America celebrated April 20th, which is unofficially known as 420. Holiday for stoners who love their marijuana. And that creates a big problem for one town in Minnesota, because they have a sign called... 420th Street. No. And that sign has been stolen so many times over the years, police had to figure out a unique solution to keep it safe from future thieves. So their idea? Raise it 20 feet higher than all the other street signs in the area. Stop it. It's like 27 feet in the air. They posted the photo on their Facebook page with a quote saying, if you decide to partake in 420 activities today, just know you will never be as high as our 420th Street sign. Uh, I don't think that's true, though. It's still like, <laughs> it's still like a new challenge, yeah, though. It is. Yeah, it's it like, is. like, oh, we got to get a ladder, You bro. just need a couple of stoners on top of each other. Right. To reach it. That's actually what people thought. People were commenting, asking if it was just a challenge, and authorities responded saying, please do not try and steal our sign. Yeah. We yeah, may okay. even have a trap at the bottom that includes munchies and a distraction technique. (laughs) The theft of signs with 420 on them is well documented, though. In Idaho, there's a 420 mile marker sign that was eventually replaced with 419.9 miles. (laughs) And that sign has never been stolen. (laughs) Let's see if you guys care about this one. One item at a sporting event that's probably going to end up on eBay for 10 times the original price. Care or don't care? I care. I care for my husband I don't and, care his, I can't get it. and his sports memorabilia. <laughs> well, if there's one place on earth where 0% of people are price sensitive, it's at the <laughs> Kentucky Derby. Oh, uh, it's because it's all rich people, you're saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this year's Run for the Roses is on May 7th. And there's a new item that they're putting on the menu for it. They'll be serving the famous and fancy cocktail, a mint julep. Yeah, but that's... with one big difference. Okay. This year they're going to have ones that are ruby encrusted, like Whoa. like the stone. Yes, like, like gems. The gem? They'll cost a thousand dollars a piece. Oh god! And the drinks will be poured into sterling silver julep cups featuring red rubies in the shape of a horseshoe. <laughs> oh, that sounds like such a good Instagram pic. That's are you so seriously? Classy. People are dying of hunger, and I'm drinking gems. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. <laughs> I mean... They're only going to sell 148 of them. Plus 20 more that'll be made out of gold, which will be sold for $2,500. I hate these people. I do. I hate it. That'd be so baller, though, to have the gold and be like, oh, cute, you only have the gem. (laughs) (laughs) The good news is all proceeds will benefit Old Friends Farm, where racehorses go to retire. Oh, look at that, Brooke. Oh, geriatric horses. Yes, but do we do have to do rubies to get people to (laughs) donate? Let's go to your next headline. You won't believe what they just did to your favorite cookie. Care or don't oh, no. care? Uh oh. I always care about cookies. I care. Yeah. Okay. More proof that the <laughs> pandemic is getting close to being over. MIT just did a scientific study on the perfect way to open an Oreo. Ah, uh, they're back to it. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. We all know how to 
to do it, you just twist. I don't know, because sometimes what happens, I like it when all the stuff is on one side of the yeah. cookie, and yeah. sometimes I don't get that. That's not what they were trying to do. The challenge was from researchers to figure out if there was a way to twist open an Oreo so each cookie part had an equal spread of cream oh. without oh, so it all coming off it, on one side. I'm with you, Brooke. I like it when it's all stacked on one. Yeah. They call the study Oreology. <laughs> Could you believe that? It's like, hey, mom and dad, don't worry about the $70,000 you're spending on my tuition. Yeah. I'm studying Oreos. Yeah. We're good. Next yeah. year, we're doing Twinkie all yeah. <laughs> And then they're going to figure out how to get this 420 sign down from that big tall pole. <laughs> so how do you study Oreology? They used 3D printed instruments called Oreo meters that could hold the Oreos and apply precise levels of pressure and torque to them. So basically, they're doing it in a way no human could ever. Like, yeah. it, this isn't helpful to us. Hey, I would buy an Oreo twist machine, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you'll never believe this. After an exhaustive process, the team of MIT scientists found nothing. Oh, no. They concluded wow. there is yeah. no secret trick to opening an Oreo perfectly. Oh, I thought it was no. the pressure. Science, science can be frustrating. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So now they're moving on to Keebler fudge strips. <laughs> Hopefully they'll have more luck. <laughs> Finally, Jeff's joke of the day, care don't care. Always care. Uh, care. Why do most people hate Russian nesting dolls? Uh, why? Because they're so full of themselves. Uh. <laughs> that was care or don't care. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Win! Brooke's Fox! Brooke's going for her lucky number 17 in a row today. Ooh. And you're taking on a first-time player, Mary from Maple Valley, who has a career that I've never even heard of before. Oh, I'm curious. Mary works as something called a SQF practitioner. Mary... What is that? SQF. Um, it's a safe quality food practitioner. I make sure that our facility is audit ready at all times. Oh, oh you're important. Okay. Okay. So you just make sure that like nobody's like dropping hair in the food or something when they're making it. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. Oh, okay. does that also mean you get to sample each food to make sure the quality's good? Yeah. Like you take a little bite of this, a <laughs> little bite of that. Can we text you a photo of the food that Jose eats here at work and you can tell us <laughs> if it looks healthy enough to eat? Sure. Okay. Keep nice. in mind. Yeah. Keep in mind. He does buy female vitamins and eat them currently. Yeah. So he, he is supplementing what? it with some healthy I stuff. I eat a lot. Of, I am like a goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's edible, you put it in front of me. I'll make it disappear. <laughs> All right, man. We're gonna send Brooke out of the studio here. While that happens, you know how the game's played. You got thirty seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know when, you can say pass. But you have to beat Brooke outright to win. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Good luck. Your time starts now. Today is National Pretzel Day. Which state accounts for 80% of the U.S.'s pretzel production? Uh, Chicago. Who composed, Illinois. The, who composed the Moonlight Sonata? Was it Bach, Beethoven, or Mozart? Bach. In ancient Egypt, a scarab referred to which bug? Roach. McDonald's filet of fish debuted in what decade? 60s, 70s, or 80s? 80s. All right, we got your answers in. Brooke's going to come back into the studio. And since you're a first-timer here, Mary, what's an interesting fact the show should know about you? Um, well, I moved across the country for a boy I met online. Oh, was wow. that, wow. that a good decision? Because there was a big sigh at the beginning of that that I heard, Mary. Here I am, nine years later, engaged. 
going oh. to get married next year on our 10th year anniversary. Oh, oh. it worked yep. out. So you're just defeated. That was the sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, now we're getting married. <laughs> That's sweet. Congrats. Congratulations, That's really Ray. That's cute. great news. Thank you. All right, Brooke, it's your turn. Are you ready? Oh, like so else is defeated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Your time starts now. Today is National Pretzel Day. Which state accounts for 80% of the U.S.'s pretzel production? Uh, California. Who composed the Moonlight Sonata? Was it Bach, Beethoven, or Mozart? Uh, Mozart. In ancient Egypt, a scarab referred to which bug? A uh, beetle. McDonald's filet of fish debuted in what decade? Mm. 60s, 70s, or 80s? 70s. Which president is on the dime? Mm. Roosevelt. Which actress played Gloria Delgado Pritchett on the TV show Modern Family? Uh, Sofia Vergara. All right, we got the answers in. Let's go to the scoreboard to check out how you did with Jose. Once you pop, you can't stop. Bolaños. Yeah, <laughs> Mary, you got zero today. Oh, oh no. Did, oh, so sorry. I, it was a hard game. It was a yeah. hard one. Well, Brooke, you got three oh. still. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Mary. Let's go over the answers here. Today is National Pretzel Day. The state that accounts for 80% of the U.S. 80? pretzel production is Pennsylvania. Random. We yes. also would have accepted Pretzelvania had one of you guessed it. <laughs> Why? That is so weird. It is. You're like a Quaker thing? Uh, okay. Pennsylvania Dutch love their pretzels. Who composed the Moonlight Sonata? That would be Beethoven in 1801. Mm. In ancient Egypt, a scarab referred to beetles. They were a sign of rebirth to ancient Egyptians. McDonald's filet of fish debuted in the 1960s. Mm. The president that's on the dime is Franklin Roosevelt. We and did give you that. We shouldn't have. We should have been more specific, but you were already going to win anyways. So. And the actress who played Gloria Delgado Pritchett on Modern Family was Sofia Vergara. Now, Mary, we can't give you any cash here, but just for playing, you do win a $25 Fandango gift card. And if you're not a fan of movies, but just love putting your feet up on sticky linoleum floors, mm. Fandango can hook you up with that, too. Hey, hey, hey. All right. All right. God, I love the movies. It's I really love fun. sticky floors, too. Okay. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh. So thank you so much for playing, Mary. We'll be back to do Winbrook's Bucks same time tomorrow. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.